0: Um, I I need to find this other little wing piece before we go. Wing digging? I got it. All right. Welcome to No Instructions. I'm Bob. And I'm Josh. You're working on a model over
1: there. I am. I'm working on the lunar excursion module that you got me for my birthday. Lunar excursion? Um, it's got a lot of things that need to be glued
0: (laughs) right off the bat. This is is an old school model. This is model model. This is the expect this to take three weeks model. Mm Mm-hmm. Is you gotta like glue a single piece and then walk away for a day and then come back and glue another single piece. I feel like I should have one of
1: those like headset things that flips down that has a little like (laughs) magnification goggles like she had in Ghostbusters.
0: Flip them all up and get magnify in. And then you turn the camera, and your eyeballs are all big. (laughs) Well, we can probably find you those if you really want them. Ooh, you know. So what's up?
1: I don't know what's going on right now. You don't know what's going on. No. Today, like, what day like is now? In life? No. Or in what? Like, work stuff. The internet or YouTube all messed up. Yeah. So the video got all crazy messed up. It needed to be launched so that I could start doing other stuff. You guys are working on other projects. And so there was a, a rift in the normal flow. Yeah. And well, all and- the things
0: downstream got all jacked up. That I mean, we do have kind of a good flow. And even the the video was supposed to go out yesterday, and that mm-hmm. kind of threw us off just because we decided to postpone the day. And then YouTube decided to start sucking. So we
1: couldn't really – we didn't put out on time. It kind of worked, and it kind of didn't, and then it was there for some people and not there for others. So we had to pretty much just start all over. Yeah. And then – I don't know if people know this, but when you put up a YouTube video, you can't launch it automatically or, or immediately after it's processed because – it doesn't render to the highest resolution. It renders it like 360. Well, yeah, you can, well, but then, then everybody like goes like,
0: "What does this look so bad?" And then you have a bunch of those comments. Yeah. So
1: you and there's no meter or a percentage range to tell you when you're able to launch at your highest quality. Yeah. Which means that you have to have a guy sit at his computer. <laughs> you bored have to have a guy most named Josh. of the day <laughs> trying to refresh a thing to see. Matt, can I launch it now? No. What about now? No. And then I step away for half, and a half a second, and then you come back, you're like, it's fine now.
0: <laughs> then I flip over all the desks within sight. Yep. And then I can launch the video. And then you go back and clean up all the desks that you flipped over. Ah, ah. Yeah, it's finally out there. Uh, it was the Darksaber project. Which is really neat. It is out there. Yeah? Yeah. Well, thanks. It was fun to do. I knew was,
1: nothing about the Darksaber, it was just kind of cool looking.
0: It's funny, because like, I started that one... I was in kind of like a weird, uh, just exhausted state last couple weeks, and I started that, and then about halfway through it, I was like, i just got to stop doing this, and we're all... Everybody go home. And then I came back to it with kind of a renewed oomph, and I don't know that that affected the video at all or anything, but it was just weird because I didn't work on it start to finish. I worked Mm. on it and then like stepped away for several days and then came back to it, which is not something I usually do, but... It's done. I think it worked out. It looks really cool. Yeah, pretty happy with it.
1: I think it comes across in the video because a lot of times when you do things with LEDs, it looks a lot cooler in person than it does on film. Yeah. I think it looks neat. I don't know if I'm supposed to cut that off or not.
0: (laughs) There's a bunch of little tiny, little tiny bars in that Mm -hmm. model. Hmm. If you cut them, they're gone, gone. That
1: one's not complete. Oh, boy.
0: You know what? It's happening. Bang. Oh, no. Oh, wait. That was the... No, that was the STR27. <sniffs> Bang. That one, too. That's where the astronauts tied up their dog when they went to lunch. But what else is going on? Other than the work stuff, we got that squared away.
1: Um, I still haven't decided where uh, I'm going to go, if I'm going to go at all, on a trip with my son. Hmm. I just kind of got not really, you know, pushed aside, but I haven't made any kind of decision. Yeah. He's been doing amazing lately. I've been super proud of him on many levels. He's been patient with everybody uh, and I have I think I've been more purposeful in letting him know and like giving him that feedback. That's good. And as soon as I feel it and I'm like, dude, you've been doing great?" I'm like, you should probably tell him
0: that it may yeah. be
1: motivating and it may affect it further down the line and uh, that has proved to be true so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've always heard that, you know, positive reinforcements way more beneficial than negative. That's and, true. and it's so easy to do the negative stuff like you were bad. Now I'm going to tell you about it for 20 minutes. But then the good stuff we just kind of gloss over cuz it's what they should be doing anyway. Yep. You know. But Yeah, that's something I have to remind myself of as well. I'm glad to hear he's doing better with it though. That's cool. Oh. Did I tell you about the video game on here? that my son got the jurassic park game yeah 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 so he's been uh playing that and you know he does his chores faster in the morning so that he can be free to play the game which is good you know so it is having like a it's giving him a carrot to work towards but he also uh has a lot of trouble walking away from it when his timer's up or when we tell him to stop and then that causes him to lose it the next day. Mm. And so it's this weird carrot and stick thing where it becomes a punishment and also, not a punishment, but like... Sense of con- or a point of contention? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird because it if he doesn't stop when we tell him to stop, then it becomes a negative instead of a positive. So yep, that's, that's we're trying to figure out how to work my, around
1: that. If anything, revolving screen time and computers and things like that, that is something that... I think if there's a point where I hit, that is the only one. I'm like, hey, it, it's fine if you go watch it. The second that I tell you that you're done, you're done. Yeah. And if you're not, that proves to me that you're addicted to it and you can't walk away from it freely. And it's taken a lot of time. And now my middle son, who watches these game walkthroughs with my older son, he has that now where when I tell him to turn it mm-hmm. off. He starts freaking out. And I'm like, well, I got to play this all over again. And I look at my older son. I'm like, you better tell him. <laughs> <laughs> you better train him up. <laughs> Better let him know that that's not how it works. Let him learn from your experience.
0: It's funny because my second son, he's the third child, and the second one has also been playing a lot more Switch lately. So, oldest has got this PS4 game now that he plays, and so he kind of earns that time to play. And then the other son has been, he always gets his chores done, like, right away. We don't even have to ask him. He'll do extra. He's like, you know, can are, is there extra stuff I can do? And so he started playing the Switch more. And it just, it just shows that age and maturity is part of the equation, but also personality has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Because we tell him to put it away, and he's like, yes, sir. Turns it off, walks away, the end. Whoa, uh-oh. I don't know what just happened. I don't know. Why is it different? Now we can't go to the moon. I, Way to go, I Josh. broke it, I think. But between the two kids, there's an age difference, and the younger one is better at stopping when we tell him to stop but that just shows that its personality has a lot to do with it because he's also the one that looks for extra chores to do and keeps his stuff more tidy and you know and he's got his downsides and stuff too but uh i don't know it's kind of interesting to watch them both get a hold of kind of a new opportunity at the same time and how they handle it differently well we were out to lunch the other day and i was
1: having a conversation with your your second son the one you're talking about with the switch who Mm -hmm. was able to put it down uh, about his, his money-saving techniques. And he's also the one that we talked about that you are making him pay for his glasses. Yeah, yep. And he's completely okay with that. And he sat me down, and we were talking about my son because they're really good friends. And he was like, you need to tell him that he needs to do extra jobs so he can get extra money. <laughs> and he was telling me all the ways that he earns money, and he was like, uh, you should tell him how to do this, or I'll I'll go talk to him about it. I'm like, man, you need to rent out like a conference center down by the airport and have yourself a little Tony Robbins-type thing <laughs> where right. all the neighborhood kids can come over and learn how to do extra work and extra job she's like it's really easy you do extra work you get extra money i'm like yeah <laughs> you, you should come tell my kid that you're
0: gonna be all right
1: son like, I'll, t- I'll talk to him when i'm over there next i'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah,
0: okay that'll be really interesting to hear a follow-up from that conversation
1: you gotta diversify but that's right you can't just do all your money in weeds you gotta put some of your money in dishes <laughs> some in vacuuming
0: you do is you work really hard as a young kid, and then you get to take your teenage years off. You
1: live like no one else, so you can live like no one else. <laughs>
0: that's Dave Dave Ramsey. In case anybody's listening, does not know that, that's funny, and also true. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's cool that your son is doing better with the stuff. Um, I would still be interested to re- to hear like what you guys end up figuring out with the the trip though and we actually had yeah, like um several people oh, this is kind of weird several people leave uh messages on the instagram for no instructions and uh, all sorts of really nice stuff lately thank you guys uh people i think can identify with a lot of the stuff we talked about with our kids and even some people who don't have kids were like it's interesting to hear about kids but somebody—I don't know if you read it—but somebody left a message to you there about some stuff that was happening in DC that might be a good opportunity to take him to. I read something on the on Discord. It may have been the same person, but um, anyway, I saw that. So thank you to whoever yeah. sent that in. Uh, I have to open another bag. I am still working on the blockade runner. I'm trying not to break this motor module. Oh, there it goes! Oh, big bag dump. See, that snapped, but I think it needs to be glued. Probably. I don't yeah. think any of those are really made to snap. It
1: did a good job snapping.
0: Primitive technology, mm-hmm. non-snappable. So you guys are, are about to go on a trip. We are. I was going to bring that up. We are about to go on vacation. Um, my wife is from Florida. And like so, all decent people? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, the summertime, since we moved up here, especially, but... Hang on, let me just get these out of the way. Uh, the summertime is when we go down to see her family. Um, she's from the St. Augustine area, so a lot of times in the summer, her parents will rent a condo on the beach in St. Augustine, and they have like extra, a little bit extra space, one bedroom usually. And so the other, uh, my wife and all of her brothers and sisters, she has a, a blended family, so there's a whole bunch of them, they will come through and stay different nights and so, it's just like a, a landing spot at the beach that everybody can come, you know, spend time. That's efficient. Yeah. So, this year, they're all going on a cruise instead, and we are not. Oh. So, we're going to Florida. They, they're going on the cruise right now. We're going to Florida, and we're renting a condo-y place. And her parents are going to come stay with us this time. So, it'll be kind of interesting. Because usually when we go down there, it's either at that condo, or we're bouncing around from house to house of... Her parents and friends and her sisters and, you know, it's just like packing four kids up, moving them to a different house to spend one night, unpacking, waking yeah. up the next morning, packing, getting that, in the car. you that know. That sounds like the worst. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. But that's what we usually have to do to be able to see everybody. So this will be kind of interesting just because we're going to a place and unpacking our stuff and it's ours instead of theirs even though we're going to invite people into it with us you know it's it's kind of our place for the week and uh i don't know i think it's gonna be cool it's got a pool it's right next to the beach should be interesting i'm I'm happy that it has a pool so that i can spend more time at the pool than at the beach but i'll do both of course but i'm actually not dreading it i know we talked about like vacations before Mm -hmm. and how they can be tough but i'm not dreading going on this trip that's good because i was hoping that maybe this episode would be the pep talk (laughs)
1: because it seems like one of our very first episodes nearly a year ago was how we react on vacations and now being that vacation time yeah do we need to have like an uplifting like you can do it or has this helped
0: well, I, I think this has helped just voice like, some of the stuff and realize that not only do you and I share some of the same feelings about that, but other people do as well. Like mm-hmm. We've gotten messages from people that say, like yeah, I'm totally in the same place, and now right. I don't feel so bad about it. Um, I think that helps. But I think also this year I'm in a different place than I was last year. I'm, I've been over the last couple of months really tired and really kind of just worn out from the amount of work that we do and the, the amount of just stuff, all the stuff. And I actually need the break. And we've taken a couple of breaks, you know, to have some rest and stuff. And we, my wife and I went to Italy, which was really fantastic. But so I'm not uh, not necessarily looking forward to Florida, because that's just me. But I am looking forward to having a week of not having responsibilities. Well, I mean, other than the four kids that are relying on me to live. But, you know, like not having a plan, not having anything to do. And having a home base that we can go just be at, dump our stuff, and, like, at the end of every day, come back to that place. That sounds kind of cool. So I don't, I don't think I need a pep talk, hopefully. But, you know, a couple days into it.
1: <laughs> that could give, me, be, give me a call. It could be different. Call in to the little, the roadcaster. <laughs> yeah,
0: there we we'll go. capture it. <laughs> yeah. So we're, and Anthony's traveling this week. Forby's going to be traveling this week. Maybe you'll come up with a place to go and you'll travel this week. Maybe, or maybe not. But yeah, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I don't know how to say that. I'm not against. Not not against. And there's. I don't know. I'm not bummed out or frustrated or you know, like oh no, I gotta go. On You're vacation. not averse to the idea
1: of going yeah, on vacation. I don't know how to
0: say that. I don't know why my phone's ringing and it's distracting me. Um. Oh, I should probably take that, but I'm not going to. Anyway, it'll be fine. Cool. I think it'll be fine. It'll be fun, hopefully, too. Not just fine. But I do think, like, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, It's super easy here when there's always work to be done and stuff to, like, when my kids ask me to do something with them or when they want something in a moment, if, if. I also have other things to do. It's super easy for me to justify, like, I can't right now. Yeah. I can't play this board game with you or I can't come swimming at our neighbor's pool because, you know, there's a little bit more I have to do. I have to go clean up after today or whatever. And so I was thinking about this trip, like, you know, being in a different place when you're not bound to be anywhere or do anything specific like you know on a vacation you get to pretty much choose what you're doing every single mm-hmm. day and that's a perfect time to just decide ahead of time i'm not going to say no hmm. and you know it's it's a week too so it's like a limited it's not like <laughs> i'm never going to say no again you know it's it's a little block of time that i can say whatever they ask me to do yeah sure let's do it right now i have nothing else to do there's nothing else that i could justify saying no to you about um, so, you know, if they want to stay up late and watch movies, I'll do my best to let that happen. <laughs> if they want to go get ice cream three nights in a row, I'll do my best to let that happen. You know, cool that type of stuff. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to decide to make, um, to be fully available and fully just like, yes, there's no reason not to. Whatever it is you want. So we'll see how that goes. My hope for that trip would be that your kids
1: understand that and realize that. Hmm. Because it's, I don't want to say disheartening. But oftentimes when, you know, you or I, like, come to this realization, you're like, I'm going to do things for the better, for the good of the group. Like, hooray. And then they react the way they react normally. You're like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm having yeah. a newfound moment. Yeah. In the name of you. <laughs> you're welcome.
0: Yeah, and that's really frustrating sometimes. But at the same time, we can't expect other people, the kids or, I mean, especially kids, but even other adults, we can't expect them to, like, grab hold of our realizations about things, mm-hmm. you know, without some serious conversation and stuff. So I just need to, and I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I'm not going to set them down and go, okay, guys, whatever <laughs> you want this week, you can have. It's just internally I'm going to fight that natural thing that is selfish in me that says this is your time to just veg out and not do anything. No, yeah. this is my time to make memories with the kids to enable them to have a time that they can't have when they're home. You know, to enable yeah, them that's to a good way to, put to enjoy this week. And it's a thing that they'll look back on and be like, oh, remember that time we went to Florida and we had the place and it was whatever. So
1: that's kind of those I'm trying to look silly
0: vacations it. that you can think back on that were that moment for you. Yeah, I had a few of them. We went to Chicago one time when I was, I don't know, eight, nine, somewhere in there. And it was right around my birthday, and I don't know why we went. I don't remember what the purpose of the trip. It was like we were going there for a thing, for a, an event or a something. Um, but it's about six hours away from here, and I was telling you guys this the other day at lunch. My mom, because it was such a long trip in the car, she said, I'm going to give you a little toy, a little thing every hour. And so it was like incentive for me to be good, and I also got a new little you know, like an action figure or a book of Mad Libs or a, those little invisible books with the pen that yep. you could draw on. It was that type of stuff. It was nothing big. But it gave me, like, something to look forward to every hour. And it made that trip pass really quickly. But then in Chicago, it was right after my birthday. I remember that. And I had a bunch of birthday money. Ooh. And so we went to, I believe it was an FAO Schwartz in the water tower in Chicago. But I'm not, tar- it was a big toy store. I think it was FAO Schwartz. And we went to that toy store, and I had birthday money from grandparents or somebody. I had money that I had saved, and then they gave me more money at the store. And I bought... (laughs) It was like Kevin (laughs) McAllister. It was. It was like... You remember the commercials, the Toys R Us commercials with the the shopping sprees? Yeah. It felt like that. Yeah. And I don't know how much money I actually had, but I remember buying three or four big G.I. Joe sets. Like, there was a... Like, an oil rig platform Mm -hmm. set, which was pretty significant. I bought that. I bought a tank, like the Havoc tank, if anybody knows that one. Um, The, some plane, I don't remember. But anyway, you know, the boxes for those things are big. Yeah. So we came back in the minivan with this stack of G.I. Joe (laughs) boxes. And I remember that trip because it was, like, nothing I would ever get at a birthday party at my house. Hmm. Or, you know, I never won the cartoon sweepstakes to go to Toys R Us and have the Double there, screen. man. Yeah. Never won any of those. So it, it really stood out because it was like, I have the funds and the opportunity to just get stuff that I would never get otherwise. Now, that makes it sound like that whole trip was about physical stuff. And maybe that's what sticks out. But I mean, you're I d- a kid. I, that's, that's forgivable. But I remember that trip yeah. because of that type of stuff. So, what about you? We had silly road trips
1: because my grandparents lived in um, Upper West Virginia near Maryland and Virginia, kind of right all in there. Mm -hmm. So, probably once a year, we would go see everybody or once every other year. And we would do, like, little tiny trips along the way. And looking back on them now, like, they are hokey 80s and 90s trips, which I'm pretty sure they could be just as hokey now, going to, like, Cherokee, North Carolina, or south of the border. Oh, oh, man, south of the border. Yeah, these, like, just invented... Style, truck yeah. stoppy kind of places and I, I remember like there not being a lot to do but just like being okay with it hmm. and I, I i would like to thank the nintendo game boy for probably pacifying me for a majority <laughs> of that trip but just like now if someone's like hey you want to go to cherokee I'm like to do what <laughs> i don't know look at stuff I'm like no, I don't want to do that. It sounds yeah. terrible. Why would I do that? Yeah. But just I got to spend time with my family, which was good. It wasn't a Disneyland. It definitely wasn't an F A O Schwartz like trip.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but one trip that really stood out to me, and I think is probably where this trip with my son is is still kind of pulling me, is I got to spend summers with my aunt and my uncle who who work in D C. And I flew up there by myself one time. I had to have been like twelve. And then my dad came and picked me up, and I drove back to our house in Florida from, like, West Virginia with my dad. It was just he and I. And it wasn't some, like, soul-searching, we're going to go explore and find a thing. It was just, like, literally driving in a truck Mm -hmm. from point A to point B. And like I said down here before, my dad was a fireman, so he worked 24 hours on, 24 hours off. So he was gone, like, a lot. But I remember, like, it was just me and my dad. and. We didn't have like a super special, really tight bond, but that trip, and again, it was like nothing special, but it was just, it was he and I.
0: But that was out of the, out of the
1: ordinary for you Yes, Yeah. And I remember like, I would see him laugh at stuff. I'm Hmm. like, oh yeah, like my dad thinks things are funny. (laughs) Oh, he's a human. (laughs) Yeah. And it it wasn't the like dad style frustration where he felt like he had to like manage three kids. Hmm. It was a lot more relaxed and it was a side of him that I normally didn't get to see. And I thought it was really great. But it was nothing special. And I think that that was the, maybe that, it's not that it was the point that, like, we bonded when we didn't even try to bond. It was just, I got to spend some time with my dad that I normally didn't get to have.
0: Yeah, I think it was special because of that, not because of it was wrapped in F.A.O. Swartz and toys and stuff like that. Or, or like Disney World. Anymore.
1: in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah.
0: Again, not a cool trip. Yeah. For those thinking. Huh.
1: Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So part of me was like, I need to take a trip. But, and then I'm like, well, I don't have to do something big and crazy like New York City. Let's go do a thing. Like, we just go get in the Jeep and just go drive. Like, well, when you put it that way, it sounds really boring. And I don't know if it would, if he is like, where are we going to go? Like, if I I knew why I was driving in a car from point A to point B. Like, we were going home. We had that kind of agenda. Right. We weren't setting out to embark on some unknown adventure into the wild.
0: Well, I mean, maybe then with your son, it's it's that it's not, you know, the destiny. <laughs> what is it? what how do they say? Uh, the journey is the the trip, not the end. Whatever, I don't know what the saying is. You know what I'm saying? Where like the destination is not the thing. The destination mm. is the halfway point. The destination of is the journey. Sure, I don't know. Journey is the. I th- think you I know think what, I what I'm what saying. saying? Where, like, the place you're going is not the point of the trip, it's the going, right? So, like, just pick a thing that's, I don't know, within an hour or two hours or ten hours or wherever that gives you a waypoint, but focus on making the trip the thing, the travel time.
1: I thought about doing the uh, the really crazy trope, like, you go to the airport and, like,
0: I need two tickets to the <laughs> flight that's leaving right now, and just go. <laughs> Like, that would be a baller move. That sounds kind of terrifying. Really? Yeah. Because you would end up with terrible seats, and you wouldn't have a plan, and then you'd get there, and you'd be spend all your time going like, okay, wha- what is there to do here? I don't know. That that's, not how I ro-
1: that's not how I roll. Hmm. The, the, I mean, going wherever we're going to go, and the little lady be like, you're going to Des Moines, Iowa. And I'm like, Oh, Okay. I've never been to Des Moines, Iowa. I would get out of the airport and I would get an Uber and I would like, take me to the middle of Des Moines, Iowa, please. And then we would meander about and find something cool. And then we're like, where are we going to go? Let's go over there. That thing looks cool. And it's a very like ADD style vacation where it's just like, oh, look, something's shiny over there. Hmm. And you get to that thing, you're like, well, that was neat. Like, well, what's shiny over
0: there? I think, I mean, that sounds sounds all right with one kid. I think more than that, it sounds that cool. That's the way I think about that is like, what are the logistics of trying to drag six people yeah. into an unknown? Doesn't work. It is the opposite of group travel. Yeah,
1: I perfected that art in Europe by running away from groups of people. <laughs> yeah, it was my my misfit toys
0: travel style. Oh, I'm getting some of the uh, the engines on Oh, that. Looks cool. Finally, starting to see the blockade runner engines. Look at that. Neat. Um there's some what else was I gonna say? Hmm. So I lost it.
1: Oh, how did you feel about uh, finally seeing our piece assembled on the command module hatch?
0: Uh it was cool. Yeah. It yeah. Was neat. I mean I don't know, what did you feel about it? I know you, I you thought it was you care more about it than I do, I think. <laughs> Not <laughs> that, that it was some bad, like but, you know
1: I, I didn't shed a tear or anything. But it was neat. It like was it neat. was it was yeah. one of those things that I didn't know that I wanted in life, to have something that we made, like, on display in the Smithsonian. Hmm. Like, that's just cool. Yeah. And they made a big plaque. Did you see the plaque thing? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's got the company name on it. Yeah.
0: It's pretty dope. That is. I think I would I would really like to go see it. But, I mean, seeing <laughs> the, like, you know, Instagram pictures and stuff of, like, this big massive thing, and you can kind of see where ours is, but I think it would be more impactful to see it in context with all of the other work of all of the other people, and then that whole chunk In the space with the actual one and with all the other artifacts and stuff around. That would be pretty cool. And I guess we
1: could have gone to it, but (laughs) we didn't. Part of me wants to make something on our
0: own and just sneak it in there. (laughs) And Just just set it off in the corner. Huh. Walk in with a giant, a different hatch underneath your jacket. And just like... Waddle the, into the Smithsonian, okay. like, don't mind me, and then you just drop it in the corner. We will get all
1: of our families combined, and they'll each smuggle in
0: a chunk. Ooh, now you're
1: talking. And then we'll go into, like, the family bathroom, we'll assemble it, and then we'll walk all, like, back to back, like we're protecting the hostage in the middle with all of our selfie phones in the air as to not erase suspicion, like we're a tour group. And then we'll all just, like,
0: depart, and the piece will, whatever the thing is, just be left there. That's actually pretty cool. And that would make a fantastic piece of video. I think I would <laughs> We could have one of those like very sensational thumbnails. Where we're like, "Whoa!" with like security guards chasing all of <laughs> us and our kids out of the we Smithsonian.
1: Left a project in the middle of the Smithsonian and it
0: survived for. And you'd have to name it something like we took a dump in the Smithsonian. So we have to make something that picks stuff up and then dumps, dumps it into exactly. something. <laughs> <and> <laughs> it's like a trash can, a space trash can. We, we put our dumper in the <laughs> in the Smithsonian. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could, you know, workshop the title, but it's got to be something like that.
1: Oh, and oh. I found out through all this. Yes. That this girl who was like best friends with my sister growing up works at the Museum of American History. Oh, cool. So maybe we can do it there. We got it. <laughs> we got it in. I
0: mean, we can make a plan. That was my conversation. We can in the, dump in all of the Smithsonian. This Instagram
1: thing. I'm like, so you have access to, to touch things of significant cultural value? Hmm. She was like, well, not at this museum. I'm like, <laughs> So you're insinuating that there is, in fact, a museum where you get to touch stuff. Because I go to a museum, and I'm definitely not allowed to touch <laughs> things, which is a responsible move on everybody's part. Yeah. But I'm thinking some objectivity-style hmm. U.S. version where I just go like, what's this thing? And then I pick it up irresponsibly, and it cracks. <laughs> and then I make another one. I make a replacement oh, for the thing that clever. I inadvertently broke. Okay. See, it's a problem
0: and an answer. It's holistic. <laughs> Dear Netflix.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Speaking of Netflix, actually has nothing to do with Netflix. Speaking of shows, <laughs> um, did you, you know who Andrew Huang is? Yeah. Did you watch his video about the show that he never made?
1: No.
0: So he put it up a couple days ago, and he talks about it at the beginning of this video that he wanted to make the show for TV, because people always ask him to make TV shows and he never does, and it was about him traveling to places and... Making music out of the travel, okay. Like he like always samples sounds and stuff. Yeah, he always samples mm-hmm. everything and then makes incredible music out of it and stuff. And so he he said basically nobody ever goes for this idea, so he decided to do it himself, and he did. Then the the video was like a pilot for it, and hmm. it's so good. He's so good at what he does. But if you like music at all and like really well shot travel videos, you should definitely check it out because it's. This is cool. I don't know how he is able to take the most random sounds you can imagine and turn it into really good music. And he does it uh-oh. like uh-oh. he does it all the time. It's not like it takes him six months to make Yeah, he does it really quick. He he like puts out new albums every month or so or something. I don't know. It's pretty wild. So what are you gonna do next week when we're not here? I have no idea. <laughs> Sleep in. That's cool. Maybe go swimming.
1: I don't know, because... You think you'll be able to sleep in? Will they let you? I don't know. My kids have been sleeping in like crazy because they've had so many activities going on. Like it's like the summertime activity season. Mm -hmm. We've got art camp and and vacation Bible school and pool parties, and these friends are coming over, and those friends are coming over, and they've been going to bed crazy late. Yeah. And so the last, I'd say four days, I've left the house to be here, and maybe one of my kids is awake. Wow. Yeah.
0: Ours are definitely sleeping later than they would otherwise because of summer stuff but they're usually up when i go to leave to run at like eight Like do know my kids have been crashing hmm. so do you end up having the same kind of amount of time with them in the evenings
1: uh not well they've been doing vacation bible school lately oh right and this is the first time that and i've known ever since i was a little kid doing it that they get done at like Nine o'clock. Yeah. In the evening. Yeah. It's bonkers. We did one of those too. And that seemed late. Yeah. We haven't had dinner together as a family in like an entire week. Like we have no groceries. Not that it's my wife's responsibility to go get groceries, but I mean, we sit down and do the budget and then we make a meal plan for the week and it's like, okay, I'm going to go grocery shopping on this day. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I can, I can help you if you need me to help. She's like, no, 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 I'll take care of it. Because she goes to like three different stores Mm -hmm. to maximize our budget, which is wonderful. And I traditionally just go to the one that I like the best, that's closest.
0: Yeah.
1: But we've been getting home and uh, we don't eat dinner. Because like the kids have eaten before I get home. And then by the time I get home, they're ready to leave. So we're done with that now. And uh, yesterday, I was like, all right, sweet. We're going to have like a normal afternoon. And my wife bought a piano (laughs) off of... I don't know, Craigslist or Facebook thing. And so she asked if we could go help her. Help. Help her. I love you. (laughs) Move this piano for her. Uh, And Anthony and I went to go pick this stinking bajillion pound chunk of tungsten that plays music out of this lady's house and put it on the trailer and took it to my house. And so in lieu of, like, making and having dinner together, we moved a piano. Hmm. So it was another one of those nights where uh, she went and got Chick-fil-A, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's like man, I'm tired. I just want to <laughs> get back to some sense of normalcy.
0: Yeah, the summer kind of messes with me. I'm I think I'm finally you know it's getting close to the end of the summer, but I'm finally like coming into the rhythm of the kids stay up later. Jenny and I don't have as much time together alone at night, and that's just how things are right now, and it's fine. You know, whereas it was really frustrating for the first month. I'm like, just go to bed. I want to mm-hmm. see my wife. Go to bed. Exactly.
1: You know? We talk about clocking out. Yeah, Or, like, there's no overtime allotted today. It is time for you guys <laughs> to be done. I've punched my ticket. We're finished. Yeah,
0: I'm off the clock. Go to bed. Well, we're finally, like, I'm starting to, you know, settle into that. And just, this is the rhythm now. And then in after this trip, basically, it'll be time to get back to the school schedule, pretty much. When does school start? Uh, I don't know. First week of August.
1: I think that's, that's such a... Uh, a time disparity from location to location when
0: kids start school. Yeah, yeah, it's it's different. Uh, it's kind of weird too because, like, we're going on this trip and I'm coming back before everybody else because they're going to stay down for a couple of weeks. They've got, like, some uh, baby showers and stuff to go to. And so I'll be back here a week or so without them, which happens on – did that just glue to your oh, finger? Yep, and then it just broke and, it. and then you broke it.
1: It's okay. I only broke it a little bit.
0: The glue is Man, I'm not good at this. <laughs> but, I mean, I've done that in the past. Like, you know, come back from a trip. Uh-oh, I have two extra pieces. That's not good. Before they do. Uh, and so I'm going to have that week of time here by myself with no responsibility. And so I kind of want to decide ahead of time what to do with that. Hmm. Uh, you know, like... In the past, I've, I've often, you know, made something for the house that was kind of a pain to do with people here. Oh, yeah? You know, like painted shelves or painted the ceiling in these rooms or something like that. So I may end up looking through my list of the boring stuff that needs to be done and trying to find something. Or I could come up with a really cool random new project that's just going to take a whole bunch of time. Which is to, fun, too. Try to do that. Yeah. But... I do farm stuff. That's you true. Could be farm above. Yeah. I could figure out something to do out there. I have... I just finished a bag. Uh, okay, we got time. I'll start another bag. This is a three-bag episode. Wow. Not not huge bags. Uh, we have some pros and cons, I think. Can you do those? Yeah, sure. Let uh, me get bag seven. Oh, this is a small I don't know bag. Where my phone is. This might be a four-bagger. Like I got glue on my hands. All right, well, he's gluing his fingers together, and I'm going to dump this bag. This one... Has uh, Senator Organa in it. What's his name from? Uh... Jimmy Smits? Yeah. That's his Jimmy Spitz? Smits? 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 S- S- Spits? Smits? Spitz Sure, I'll take that. Awesome. He was on NYPD Blue. Thank you. All right, we got these from the Discord, uh, which is Patreon supporters. We are
1: oh, how in the question? works. I'm doing a Patreon overhaul. Overhaul. For you. So Discord, once again, if you don't know what it is, it is a chat room style server that is open to patrons at a certain level. We get on there and we chat about randomness. People ask us questions, we answer them, we ask them questions and they answer us. It's pretty great. <laughs>
0: it's a lot like a question and answer Yep. It's a pretty straightforward
1: relationship. Yep. We get to talk to people who are not in this room through the power of the internet. If you want to be included in that, you can go to patreon.com slash I like to make stuff and sign up. You can sign I would actually I would sign up now if you're on the fence about it mm. with the whole revamping thing. If you want to maximize your ability to get in at a current rates and there, current offerings there and ready for that.
0: would be some grandfathering in of, yeah. of rewards. So you may want to get in there and get on that. Go snatch yourself up some rewards. Rewards. Yeah, so we're going to be changing a bunch of stuff on Patreon soon, adding some new things and making it more relevant to the current state of I Like to Make Stuff. Is that a generic enough way to say that? Yeah, sure. I don't know. <laughs> we're changing it. There we yeah, go. it's changing. There you go. All right, so we got some of these pros and cons from the people in Discord. That was a long way around to say that. So, quarter zip shirts or hoodies.
1: The heck is a quarter zip that's shirt? like
0: that's like when they zip down to like the middle of your chest uh,
1: like a, like sweaters like those kind of sweaters that do that i guess i don't know quarter zip shirt i don't know if i own a, i may own a quarter zip shirt really yeah i think it's a sweater which is where that goes to why i don't know because when it's cold outside you don't want a full jacket you so you put on a shirt that's thicker it's called a sweater No, I meant why quarter zip. I don't know. (laughs) Somebody bought it for me, and they were like, I don't want to make a full commitment. It's not quite a jacket.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. You're not fully committed to a jacket. Okay, so the problem with it, though, is that if you want to take it off, it becomes a I-got-to-pull-it-over-my-head thing. Yep. And that makes it so that the zipper really has no purpose, other than being able to close it up around your neck if your neck is cold. It's to, like, if you want to –
1: not that I do this, but I'm justifying it existing. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to color coordinate, you can like, I've got a, a red shirt with a black quarter
0: zip. Oh. I don't know. So you can like double layer the color? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's
1: you're you're more committed to the weather than a zip-up jacket, but your undershirt would be not enough protection. <laughs>
0: That's a really interesting thing to have to justify. Yeah. I am all about the layers. I would rather have full zip. Well, okay. Hang on. Let me back up. I have several running shirts that are like a thin running material. Those are quarter zip. Those are quarter zip. I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. But I don't ever wear the zipper down or all the way up, I guess. Huh. So you're an eighth zip. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what you would call that. Huh. Interesting. I didn't really thought about those as that. For some reason, that seems to make more sense. Because when you're running, if you get hot, you can unzip that a little bit further down to let some more airflow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Somebody's more Weird. liberating version of a turtleneck. <laughs> Ooh, zip turtlenecks. That doesn't exist.
1: It should. Oh, that sounds like <laughs> the worst thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> zip up turtleneck. Um, so Like, every beard hair just screamed all at one time on my head at the idea of a
0: zip turtleneck. <laughs> You wouldn't want to see it, so you'd have to put the zipper in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like a wetsuit. Yeah, exactly. You can even put a little little
1: dangler so yeah, you can reach up behind you. you got to put the dangler on your wetsuit from experience, <laughs> or you're going to look like a fool <laughs> trying to itch that spot in your
0: back. Oh. You can't reach. Oh, boy. We just developed a new thing. Oh, and I don't know You're Here, look at your iPad so I can see the things again. <laughs> Anthony handed me his iPad. Is this... Did, did you put these on Slack or something? Can mm-hmm. I... Okay, okay, I'll just look at up. All right, thank you. Um, so the next one is Lego sets that are a scene instead of a thing. I've built one of those, that San Francisco that we did here. Mhm. Uh, it's kind of neat. Uh, it's kind of a thing though, right? I mean it's a building. I think it's talking about like the like there's an Avengers one now that is Tony Stark's armory. Oh,
1: it's the thing that's like a holds all of the minifigs that happen to come with it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, like, the buildings, like the the Lego... Oh, yeah, like the city sets are most. I think they're really cool. I've never built one because they're expensive. Um, yeah. uh, I don't... I'm not against it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, how you would display. So, it. Those are far more
0: display, but you could play with them, I Yeah, guess. you definitely play with them. I had a few of the city ones when I was growing up, but I had more space ones in general. But I had a Space Police. Anybody who's a Lego fan mm-hmm. may know Space Police. I had a Space Police... Um, base thing that had a ship it had a small ship that had a little jail cell that snapped on the back of it so you could fly out and like capture a bad guy put him in the little cell and then come back and dock this thing at the base and then take the cell off and stick it in the base that's clever and I mean it wasn't like a it was a really like base is a generous term Hmm. it was a few really big pieces snapped together you know to give it like volume but there really wasn't much to it but stuff like that was more of a playset, and that was fun, rather than just having the ship and like fly it around. And you know, you got the ship too. But so, I'm a fan of those. I like those. Well, if he does mean the like architecture ones, that
1: it's not really a. It's it's. I don't know. I thought it was neat. Yeah, it reminded me of San Francisco because it was San Francisco.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I makes, thought it was cool how that makes someone, a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, how they were able to interpret buildings with using four tiny one-by-ones and mm. how to give it character without a lot of substance. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Like the Golden Gate Bridge in that set uh, goes into perspective. It doesn't go straight across. Really? Yeah. It goes, it tapers backwards. So that was quite cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hm. That's what I appreciate about those sets more than like, I love the fact I get to add to the scenery or, I don't know, yeah. some nostalgic piece of... Wall art, or I don't know.
0: I've never done any of the architecture sets. Um, But, uh, so for Father's Day, I don't think I talked about this on here. My kids always get me Lego. Always. And now that we buy sets for this show, it's kind of, I usually have sets that I haven't done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's a little different. You know, I'm not like, yay, I have a new set. Anyway, so they went to buy sets, but... I there aren't that many out there that I want to do that I haven't already done, so they're yeah. just like buying. So they got me um, an Overwatch set. It's Overwatch is a video game, and that's about all I know about it. That's good because they look <laughs> neat, and I have no idea what I'm looking at. Yeah, they're from a video game, and so they bought me this set, knowing that I didn't play the video game. But it's a big robot. It's I think his name's Bastion. I think I don't know, but it's a big mech-looking robot, and they were like, well, he doesn't play the game, and they told me this after the fact, but we know it's a robot, he likes robots, so we're going to do it. And they were totally right. Like, it's a cool set, Cool, and it's, you know, I just don't have the attachment, like, the name attachment to it, Um, whereas, like, a lot of these other ones, oh, this is Star Wars, it could be anything Star Wars, and I would probably like it. That one I just like for the sake of it being a robot that looks kind of cool. Yeah. So, it's a little different in that respect, but... um. I don't know why this is even on here, but Windows 98. Man. When was the last time you... Well, I know, but when was the last time you used Windows actively? Um, I guess what version was it? Uh,
1: the one before Windows 10 I had on my computer at work at Lockheed. Was that not called Windows 9? Don't hate me. I don't Windows know Windows. 8, Anthony's putting up with his fingers. I don't know. Was there it. a
0: Windows 9? I don't know.
1: He says no. No? I remember... Says,
0: why? Because
1: they're weird. I, don't know. I had a huh. computer that had Windows 10 on it to run my CNC. Oh. because I had a Spire and I hated it. Right. But Windows 98 to me was. Uh, we got that after we had just like DOS, and so the difference between using a DOS-based computer and going into a Windows, it was like, wow, look at this. This is what computers and computering like looks like. Computering, and then from windows ninety eight to what Vista came next, or Windows two thousand? Yeah, I think it was two thousand and then Vista. And then Vista, I remember Tiff had Vista on a laptop, and I think I remember it sucking. It was like, do you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? Do you want to open this thing? Are you sure? I was like, you're an overbearing like girlfriend at this point, like leave me alone and let me do what I need to do. <laughs> Every laptop I had had viruses on it, and it wanted to update constantly. I was just, I was so frustrated. And then a friend of mine had a Mac and he was like, I don't have to deal with any of that. I'm like, why? He's like, because I spent like four times as much as you yeah, did on a computer. Yeah. So it just kind of works. Yeah. And we were in the market for a new computer and we got a, a an iMac
0: and never looked back. Hmm. I We grew up, like my dad always had computers. We had a Commodore 64. We had, uh, my brother had a TI, like a Texas Instruments something, I don't remember the number. Uh, We had like a little Sinclair, which was this cool little black computer with a membrane keyboard on it, but the whole thing was like this big. and had a chunk, big memory chunk that's stuck in the back of it, like a 20-pin connector. It was really cool. So we always had computers. We had IBM, PS2, and then once we had Windows, it was, you know, we had 3.1, 95, 98, and that was all when I was in high school. And so I used Windows a ton back then, because I was Uh, I played a lot of Doom and I modded Doom because you could easily like make your own mods and... uh Uh-oh. Spray that. Spray it. Oh, Okay. I kind of had this uh, vision of me spraying you in the eye accidentally.
1: There we go. Thank you. You Yeah, don't do that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I spent a lot of time when I was growing up on Windows machines and, you know, there's upsides and downsides and everything. And then when I started the design company that i had we couldn't afford to get macs for everybody and so we had windows for a while and then we ended up kind of switching over to mac over you know over time and stuff but i th- i think the last versions that i actively used were vista and so i don't think i've really used windows since then so as far as windows 98 con now at the time i guess it was fine The next one seems equally as silly. Flip-flops. I love me some flip-flops. Why would you not want to wear flip-flops? Okay. I mean, I don't want to wear them all the time,
1: but. I heard something on Twitter from, uh, I don't know, some some random female that said that men should never show their toes in public. What? And there were so many people like, agreed, hard agreed. And then there were other people like, what are you talking about? And they were like, you're the problem. Not in this like mean way, but like apparently we don't understand that maybe there's some secret thing that ladies don't want to look at men's toes, which I mean, I I could kind of get. Cause I remember one time I was, I was in the army and we were flying to a place and everybody got changed out of their uniform into their regular clothes. And we had a little meeting and the guy I was with had flip-flops on like in Europe, which really isn't a thing. You're taking a stance there. And I remember he had his, like crusty old man toes. I was like, ugh,
0: hmm. that's gross. But I don't, Doesn't that seem like... That's like an unfair blanket statement, though. I think so. But, I mean, that's how statements like that work. I mean, like, my toes are pretty nice. I have indifferent toes, I think. (laughs) They're just regular. But
1: I would wear flip-flops every single second of the day.
0: Yeah. I I like them. I don't like wearing them a lot of times just because of, you know, the other things that I have to do in life. And sometimes they're just not convenient. But it's funny, though, because I typically wear running shoes and short socks That's kind of my daily wear all year round. And I run a lot, and I'm wearing those same short socks. So I'm in the sun, so my legs are getting tan, except below my socks. Mm -hmm. So a couple days ago, I was like, oh, it's like hot outside. I should put on some flip-flops today. Where are my flip-flops? And then I looked down at how white my feet were, (laughs) and it was crazy. It looked like I had white socks on (laughs) and flip-flops. So this week, that's one of my goals, is to even out the coloration of my feet and my legs. It's good to have vacation goals. You know, (laughs) got to make it productive somehow. I learned how to drive wearing flip-flops.
1: Really? Yep. And I remember watching Mythbusters, and they were trying to, like, figure out these very dangerous shoe types. Like, it was like, you shouldn't drive in high heels or whatever, and they measured a bunch of different types of shoes.
0: Hmm.
1: And their findings had flip-flops being on this very dangerous scale of, of... attire when you're driving i mean i could kind of see that i mean i get it too but i think it's all practice like i don't know i grew up in florida and there was a thing i remember in high school where one of the administrators was talking about you had to wear clothes toed shoes in school and i think whenever that was announced there was an audible laughter in the crowd (laughs) (laughs) and nobody listened to that
0: i'm pretty sure that's the rule here with our kids school yeah okay good luck with that well i mean it i it kind of makes sense from just a like a Logistics standpoint, but it's not very cool for the kids. I mean,
1: unless you're in like science class, I get that. But whatever, <laughs> shoes, shoes, flip
0: flops. Uh, let's see, do a couple more. What time is it? Oh yeah, getting getting up there. A couple more. Uh, bingo halls. <laughs> I've never been to a bingo hall. <laughs> Me neither. Ah, the
1: thing, Phil. Tip's mom used to do bingo. I mean, she's not, like, I guess a stereotypical, like, elderly lady. She's a regular age lady. <laughs> that, doesn't make, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, like, the idea of going to play bingo seems so boring to me. Yeah. Like, you can win does. at just finding numbers on a card that you didn't place there in any kind of order. Seems yeah. like that whole thing could be computerized and just, like, assign my name randomly. And mm-hmm. I don't know if there's, like, a thrill to bingo but, I don't know, bingo's not my Yeah, because,
0: I mean, you can't, like, I mean, I've never played bingo, played, played bingo, but you can't sit there and have a conversation with people and, like, hang out, right? You gotta be listening for the numbers? I guess if you can, if you're like us,
1: where you can do two things at one
0: time, hmm. maybe that's what we'll do. We'll go play
1: bingo on one of these episodes. And to, like, record the podcast while we're playing bingo? Mm-hmm. Huh. And we'll talk to Marge, <laughs> her friend Ethel. Betty. Jeff won a bunch of money one time playing bingo on a on a cruise that we were on. They had the weird, like, it was like a blackout game or something where if you had, like, the least possible numbers, like, you're not, none of your numbers on the thing are being called. And it was between her and this other lady. And they were like, do you want to split the pot or do you want to go one more? And they decided to split it. And she ended up winning, like, 500 bucks.
0: What? Yeah, it was bonkers. Huh. Well, maybe it's worth being bored for a little while to win 500 bucks i suppose but i remember the whole time going this is dumb i'm gonna do something else and then she ended up winning 500 oh i <laughs> like cut
1: it in half who's dumb now oh
0: no what'd you do stop cutting the wrong pieces oh no all right we're gonna do a couple more trapper keepers oh my goodness
1: this is the best way to carry everything what, that you what have what kind of needed. trapper
0: keeper did you have did you have, did have one
1: trapper keeper trapper keeper well i mean well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a brand name i know that oh, i mean okay. like
0: what design what like Oh, I don't know. The the circle sphere, ball like, line yeah. grid one? I had one that had a pencil sharpener in it. Ooh. Yeah. That's fancy. I don't know that mine was ever, like, a Trapper Keeper brand. I remember I had this one, like, gray one that was kind of padded and had a bunch of extra, like, floppy, foldy pieces on it. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to remember that now. But Jenny still has one of her Trapper Keepers. And... It is the one, like, with the squiggly lines and the ball, mm-hmm. like, floating all the 3D shapes. And she gave it to one of our kids at one point to take to school, and they did. And they, they liked it. it. It didn't break. Trapper keepers have a shelf life. you are <laughs>
1: yeah. not going to get more yeah. than a third and a fourth grade. <laughs> like, it's going to start to delaminate. Yeah, I
0: don't remember if it's still together or not. I'm not sure. I'm sure it won't last another year if it is still together. All right, one more. Oh, boy. New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like just so you want to wrap it up there <laughs> as a whole like the state of new i jersey. don't know i guess i didn't write uh, these
1: i've been to new jersey a few times and i've got no complaints from new jersey
0: i drove through new jersey once the
1: end we went to new jersey that's when we I were get.
0: traveling around the rv
1: and that's where i had i, I enjoy the there was a part in my life where i really enjoyed the kevin smith movies Hmm. And so we went around to New Jersey, and then we went to uh, Asprey Park down on the boardwalk to try to go play skee ball because there was a movie where God plays skee ball at Asprey Park. There is no place to play skee ball there; hmm. it was all a lie. But they did have uh, movies like a uh, pinball arcade. No, it's pinball like museum. They had a whole bunch of really old hmm. like arcade games and pinball machines, and so that was really fun. And I, don't know, I didn't have a beef with. New Jersey? People, I, I think maybe this is funny because of, like, the Jersey Shore type thing. That Like, there's a stereotypical type person. But, I mean, I'm from Florida.
0: I can't cast aspersions <laughs> on people from another state and be able to survive that argument. Yeah. I mean, no matter where you're from, there's always somebody who thinks your
1: state is the worst place in the world. Yeah, Florida man has kind of killed any argument that Floridians could make about any other people. Yeah. I got no qualms in New Jersey
0: yeah I mean i've I have run into some of the stereotypical people, but I don't obviously that's not everybody there, so that's a twice the stereotype. exactly. So that's not a fair thing to be to write it off. So I don't know. I got nothing there. Um all right, let's wrap it up. Okay, where can people
1: find you on Instagram at Josh makes stuff or Josh underscore make stuff and the same thing on Twitter. I don't
0: have to differentiate wait, now. Wait, it's what? what? they there you have both. Josh underscore make stuff (laughs) stuff and not underscore? Say that again. I messed it up. Okay, say it again. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. I'm a little high on CA glue fumes. And you're you're gluing your hands to a model kit right now. (laughs)
1: On all the social medias, the Mm -hmm. ones that I care about, uh, at Josh underscore make stuff. I say that because I had to get on Facebook today for a reason, and then I just threw up in my mouth
0: quite a bit while I was there. Yeah, Josh underscore make stuff. Cool. Um, you can find all of us at I Like to Make Stuff on all the stuff. And uh, like I said, if you want to help out this show, Patreon is an awesome way to do that. I mean, it helps out the company as a whole, but we're trying to revamp that. There's a bunch of changes coming there that it's not about help. It's about access. So that's, that's a Yeah, because I think as a change. in
1: general, yeah. we have recognized, and we have for a long time. It's just time to make it face outward. They're like, we are here for, for you guys. Making videos, making content is about what it does for everybody else that receives it. It's not about glorifying what we're doing here and going like, look, we just made a cool thing. It's yeah. we are showing you how you can live up to your full potential and by any means that we can. So Patreon is going to reflect that. It's not about like, ooh, you can come and I like to make stuff and you can look what we're doing. It's about what we can offer the patrons. We can offer the people that like what we're doing and who give a little extra. We are going to reciprocate that mm-hmm. little bit of extra that we get with cool stuff that we give so yeah. before that revamp if you want to go over to patreon.com and go see what's offered right now um it's gonna all that is gonna level up yeah so
0: yeah that's go get it to... while getting good that's a good way to put it uh cool well i hope you have a good week off i hope you have a fun vacation man thanks i appreciate it
1: i'll oh. call you
0: on the hour every hour <laughs> okay. yeah. in. how you doing you bored yet no all right thanks for listening everybody see you next time Bye-bye. Bye.